A new bill in Congress will open up our borders to worthy applicants. Plus, we hear from a scientist in a tiny Alaskan town trying to freeze the coronavirus in a block of ice. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. We'll be back in a moment because our advertisers demand your time, and damn it, they deserve it too. Back with more right after this. Well, after weeks of intense negotiations, Congress might finally have a bill they can agree on to overhaul the nation's broken immigration system. After making major concessions on both sides, the House Judiciary Committee proposed bold new legislation that would offer citizenship to immigrants who can play the piano so good it makes everyone cry. OPR immigration correspondent Marcy Hammond joins us now with more. Marcy, tell us about this bill. Thank you, Leslie. The new immigration rule would allow any citizen of a foreign nation who wishes to immigrate to the U.S. to apply for a merit-based visa as long as their piano playing is good enough to make people weep as the power of music washes over their soul and cleanses their mind. I sat down with California Representative Tom McClintock, co-sponsor on the bill, who explained the details. Anyone from anywhere who can sit down at a Steinway piano close their eyes, and play a haunting solo that causes you to consider how much love is tangible in the world and say, wow, this guy can really play, is eligible for this visa. Whether it's Chopin's Nocturne in E-flat major or Liszt's Liebenstrom number three, as long as it's played with silent passion that resonates through the notes and moves the consular official in the visa interview to tears, they'll have a path to citizenship. And can you tell me which countries qualify? Every country. Of course, it helps to have a sad backstory. Having to sell your hair to get money for piano lessons, a blind prodigy who feels their way across the keys, that all helps, certainly, but it's not necessary. You just have to play the shit out of that piano to the point where all the consular officials and the security guard and whoever else may be in the room can do is sit there, frozen in time, the evocative power of music surging through their heart as tears stream down their face. The applicant could be a young virtuoso or an old one-armed woman who doesn't speak a lick of English and will need government assistance for the rest of her life. But if she can melt the hardest of hearts, she'll be welcomed into America with open arms. Ooh, I'm getting chills just thinking about some foreign kid playing the Largo from Beethoven's Piano Concerto in C minor. Now, Marcy, what if an applicant plays the piano superbly but fails to make anyone tear up? Well, Representative McClintock says that unfortunately, Congress has to draw the line somewhere. Look, there was this young lady from Honduras, just an absolute savant on the keys, who came in playing all this ragtime and... You know, as jaunty as that is, we're not looking for pick-me-ups so much as we are foreign-born pianists who make us feel the weight of the human experience. So she was deported. Right. I'm not sure if jangly syncopation fulfills a need in the American economy. Still, though, the restrictions seem to be quite limited. Democrats thought so, too. That's why they fought to include undocumented immigrants already in the country. Anyone who is hiding out in the shadows of ice with that kind of rare talent is not only eligible but encouraged to apply. And the hope is that the policy will be opened up to a diverse group of instruments. Here's Representative McClintock again. Music played on violins, cellos, trumpets, flutes, all of these are eligible to apply. Some of the whinier instruments, piccolos, oboes, trombones, the answer isn't an outright no, but it's going to be tough to convince the immigration board that the case is sound. We're not even that stuck on classical music. If you wrote a moving song about your wife who died in a war started by American-funded forces over natural resources and played it on, say the harp with poise, stunning technique, and almost unbearable sense of poignancy that puts a lump in our throat, 
Welcome to America. Marcy, the two parties have been in odds over immigration for a long time, but this bill seems to be bipartisan. How were they able to reach an agreement with such animosity between the two sides? Well, the bill gained support from both sides of the aisle during a recent House Immigration and Citizenship Subcommittee meeting where a 22-year-old Ghanaian piano prodigy, Kofi Dansua, gave testimony. We have a clip. That was exquisite. Tissue? Thank you. Members of the House and Senate who were present in the Capitol were drawn into the room, entranced by the music, and were left breathless by the end. Representative McClintock says the bill is expected to pass through Congress and that they're currently looking for a soloist willing to play Fanny Mendelssohn's Sonata in C minor from memory until the Senate, too, was moved to tears. In the meantime, leadership in both parties have expressed support for further proposals to grant permanent citizenship to any immigrant who can make those steamed pork bun things that are so good you can't stop eating them. Oh, well, I can't wait for them to get here because I love those little things. Thanks, Marcy. That's OPR's Marcy Hammond, who will also be joining us later this week to take an inside look at the migrant detainment centers that are bursting at the seams with untalented people and how we can get them all to just disappear or something. Back with more right after this. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Give me your tired, your poor, your unsubstantiated reports with unverified sources yearning to be read. For here at The Topical, all news is welcome, especially when it's a story about someone who is dead. Here's what else you need to know today. The United States Post Office continues to struggle financially, announcing today they may be forced to cut down their singing telegram service to just two days a week. USPS officials additionally noted that they would no longer be able to offer mariachi or a cappella options with the pared-down service, and that all singing telegrams would now just be delivered by your usual mail carrier. And an alarming new report out today has scientists concerned about a beloved insect. The nation's top entomologists have found that firefly populations are being severely threatened by invasive and predatory wide-eyed Midwestern children who like to frolic through fields with mason jars. Someone's got to figure out a way to take those kids out before it's too late. And finally, some helpful news to combat our collectively declining mental health. A new study today has found that repeatedly bashing your head against a wall and repeating stupid, stupid, stupid is the best way to reduce anxiety. Here, try it with me. Stupid, stupid, stupid. What's the matter with you? Why did you ask Marcy all those stupid questions? She hates you. You can't do anything right and everyone notices and that's why they can't stand you. You're pathetic and you'll never be normal. 
Huh. Maybe I'm just not doing it right. Well, at least drinking myself to sleep hasn't failed me yet. Probably just going to keep doing that. And that's it for The Topical Today. I'm Leslie Price. The news doesn't stop just because you've lost interest in it, so why not regain that childlike sense of rage and despair by visiting theonion.com for more on all the day's top stories. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode where we'll sit down with a free speech advocate who says he's the only one with the courage to stand up to the rich and powerful and tell them that they're right about everything. Just as the First Amendment intended, my good man. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you next time.